That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day kickstart your business challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, students please want to be their own boss or help students Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next Bye-bye. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this Which episode. Which is also super important in anything that you're doing, not only if you're a student and you work in teams, but also if you're a startup, if you're um, getting external people in to help you, maybe freelancers, maybe you're building a team yourself, maybe you're employing people and you're going to grow. Um, and it's very, very important to be able um, to be a good team leader. Welcome back, Katharina. Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to be here again. Thank you. Thank you. So um, tell us more about uh, team leadership. Um, why do you think it's important and, and what it makes a good team leader? Yeah, that's a pretty good question. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the last session, as you already uh, said, we talked about the self-leadership because I think uh, before you become a team leader, it's important to understand uh, yourself and to lead yourself. And then the second step is about team leading. And uh, I think there is not the one team leader. Um, it's way more about your individual um, yeah, values you have. So uh, that's why it's important to have uh, to, to create an individual concept of your leadership. But um, I would like to share one really powerful tool. And I think this is one of the tools which um, yeah, brings a lot of clarity. And uh, with all the coaches I've worked so far, this was the eye-opener to understand um, yeah, why the team or every single employee behaves uh, how he or she behaves. And um, maybe you have heard about it. It's about the expectation management. Um, and um, yeah, this one is to have a regular one-on-one -on -one with each of your employees. So it's a one-on-one -on -one, uh, discussion. And here to share your expectation you have um, of the uh, employee and also the other way around. And um, because at the end we just can meet those expectations we are aware of and uh, often we also think that all the expectations we have um, of others are pretty obvious but this is usually not the case and that's why to talk openly about the expectations uh, helps a lot to create a strong relationship um, with your team yes i, I and, really really agree because a lot of times um, people just assume oh, but you should have known this, or it was communicated in a way so that it wasn't clear and um, expectations are a lot of times um, not matching from employee and employer. And this can lead obviously to some issues <laughs> because uh, you're thinking you're working towards an, a goal, uh, but it's not what is expected of you, but there's something else that's expected or more or less or something. So being super clear on what the expectations are from both sides, like you said, I think is fundamental. Yes, yes, very good point. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and to have such a discussion um, regular, so maybe once uh, once a year, depends a bit on the environment, and if there are a lot of changes, it could make sense to have this discussion uh, even twice a year, and really to have a focus also on your employee's expectations of you, so that your employee gets a chance as well 
to um, yeah, say what, what his expectations or her expectations uh, are as well. So, for example, I learned a lot uh, through these expectation talks um, and also became more and more aware of the fact that some of the employees would like to be led very differently than I uh, wanted to be led when I was working in a, a company. And so this brings a lot of clarity to both sides. And it, also, it empowers your employee a lot when he or she gets a chance to um, yeah, talk about his or her expectations as well. So uh, expectations uh, once or twice a year, for sure. I mean, um, I don't know, would you set up a specific meeting for expectations or would you put that into the review or because usually people have performance reviews or something like that? Is, is that the same thing, would you say, or is it something else? So I prefer or I recommend uh, to to have two separate um, yeah talks about that because also the goal is a bit different when it comes to uh, the to the expectation uh, management um, talk then it's really also about both sides and it's not so much about the professional topic it's a bit more on how we want to work together so what is important uh, for both uh, of us and um, for the um, yeah, review meeting, it's really more on the goal setting. It's really very much about the professional topics and uh, I would separate uh, these two uh, discussions. Yes. Okay, thank you. So setting up uh, expectations uh, meetings uh, regularly is one important point. What else do we have? What else makes a good uh, team leader? And last time we already talked about uh, different personality tests. And also for the team leading, they're very helpful. So, of course, when it comes to self-leading, it's all about your own strengths, values, um, and needs you have. And when it comes to the team leading, you get a pretty good idea what's important to your employees and what are they good at. And the more focus you have on the strengths, the easier it gets for you as a team leader to give them the task they're really good at. And um, so what you could do, for example, also to uh, take one of the tests. So in this case, I recommend the Gallup Finder test to um, yeah, offer each of your employees a test code so that they can do the test. And then you share the test results within a kind of team meeting. And then uh, yeah, all of the employees can talk about their strengths. And usually employees really yeah, like to talk about their strengths so that it's not about uh, professional topics only, but they, um, yeah, that they are also get aware on, on their strengths. And for each team member, then it becomes pretty clear, okay, why is uh, team member A, for example, very good at uh, the strategic topics, but maybe not so good at creative um, topics? And um, so you also understand within the team uh, how or with whom I supposed to cooperate to have a strong result at the end. So that's why this empowers your entire team and helps you as a team leader to understand uh, yeah, who of the employees is really good at, at a specific task. So that's why this is also a very strong tool to use uh, because you can learn a lot um, and understand your team much better. Yes, I've actually just done, did that. Uh, the Gallup Strength, uh, Clifton Strength Assessment and um, for the top five uh, strengths that I have. And it was, I don't know if I remember them all, but it was uh, positivity, achiever, winning others over, um, developer, and there's one missing. But anyway, it was very interesting and um, also uh, insightful <laughs> but also not surprising i have to say the things that came out were like oh yeah that that is really me and uh, we actually use that also in the 
in the sales training uh, that me and uh, someone else did uh, in the in the past month and um, all the people did the the assessment and then uh, what he actually did is that he put them all together and were showing was showing in a chart what you just said so you understand the entire team who is good at what and where can you actually support people to work with their strengths rather than trying to uh, work with the, what some people might call weaknesses um, because they will also just enjoy the job more if they if they are allowed to work with their strengths and it was very very interesting i have to say yeah so i can really recommend it from my own um, experience <laughs> yeah great that you did the test yeah it's uh, really um helpful i think to do so and there are often people who are not aware of their strengths at all for them it's like oh my god i didn't know that this is a strength i thought this is something normal and, and because if something is your strength and usually are good at something and then it's very easy for you you don't need to put a lot of effort into it and that's why you think it's kind of normal it's nothing special it's not really a strength but it's a strength because it's so easy for you and um, yeah i think it puts a great awareness on, on the strengths instead of the weaknesses what you already said so that it's not always on um yeah kind of balance out your weaknesses no it's on um yeah strengths and your strengths there's also things like emotional intelligence floating around um I think it's just logical to try to understand the team better. And if you can use um, tools like you just said, um, it will help you a lot. Um, for me personally, I think what makes a good team leader is also the ability to listen and to take things serious, what um, the team is telling you as well. So being open to criticism as well. So um no one is perfect, not uh, not even team leaders. So I think that's one of uh, this open dialogue, like you said, also going back and forth for both directions. Yeah, for sure. And um, maybe to link to the test we just talked about. So these tests also really help to um, yeah increase your emotional intelligence because first of all, you learn a lot of, of yourself and this is the first step. And then uh, you learn a lot about your team and then you really understand that your team or each team member might need something else than you need. So really to be aware on the differences and try to um, yeah deliver what, what they really need and not what you need. And um, also you said, yeah, to be open towards feedback uh, for sure. This is also part of the emotional intelligence. So really to um, yeah be able to grow with the feedback you receive and for that to yeah create an open feedback culture. There are some companies who are pretty good at it because they're really open towards feedback, even if it's cross hierarchical, so it's easy to, to give feedback. Uh, but specifically at the beginning, it might be a bit different if a company starts to become more open towards uh, feedback because people often shy away to give feedback, especially if it's, for example, feedback uh, to, to the boss or someone on a different um, um, hierarchical um, level. But I think there's a great tool with, um, yeah, which helps you to, to give feedback, which is the Aspen model. And uh, the Aspen model way more focus on, on, on the situation, the behavior you observed, and it's really without judging. So it's way more, okay, I could see, and at the end, what did this situation do to me? Uh, and so it's not about you, you, you. So it's more like, okay, what did it do with 
me and uh, then it's easier to give the feedback if you stay with yourself instead of doing the finger pointing uh, that someone else did something wrong it's not about wrong or right it's more like to um, yeah, put awareness on um, someone's behavior and what it or how this behavior might impact um, the people around and um, of course it's, it needs some training uh, to be open towards the feedback but even if you receive a feedback and you think okay this is not fair at all and it's not true try to take the feedback and maybe try to leave the situation with a thank you for the feedback think about it sleep um, a night over it and often not sometimes i would even say often next day it already um yeah, feels a bit different and if you're still really not this and uh, really not agree uh, to to the feedback and try to uh, yeah have one more discussion about it but um try to to be open to get it and even if you are not able to agree 100%, take it as a present and maybe you can learn something out of it to develop. Like you said, it takes really some training and some time to get used to get feedback and to be open to receive all kind of feedback, not just, oh, this was amazing, you've done that well and um, you're a great team leader. <laughs> but okay, um, yeah, but you messed up here as well. But maybe there again, it's also important how people give the feedback. And it's also a skill to give feedback and people can make use of um, of different kind of models. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I also know that uh, a lot of times people are maybe afraid to give feedback, like you said, to someone who's higher than you in the hierarchy or uh, your boss or something. But um, for me also that depends on how the boss is behaving <laughs> um, and how if, if it's a good team leader, the people feel that they can tell tell them as well if something is wrong and also maybe um, share some personal issues if they have them that were influencing the, um, the the work for example because uh, all of us have a personal life and uh, it is for sure influencing the business life that we're all in even though people say no 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 uh, it's, it's a separate life but it's not because uh, we're all humans and we're influenced by everything that's happening around us and in our other lives as well so i think yeah that's um very very important as you say yeah for sure and really to keep it also as a process so it might not work from the very beginning on but uh, to really as a team leader to start to give more feedback um so really constructive feedback that it's uh, yeah also to really appreciate uh, the work of the people this is the one thing but also to give a constructive feedback what uh, yeah could uh, could change uh, so to to make it even better so it's both and start uh, as a team leader to to give the regular feedback and then uh, usually the team members also um yeah start to to give feedback to you but for, of course for that it's very important not to defense yourself so also when you as a team leader get a feedback from a, from a team member and you think okay this is I totally don't agree to that, but still take it and don't defend yourself because then the team member starts to, okay, I gave the feedback, but at the end, my team leader couldn't uh, take it and um, I won't do it again. So that's why I really try to, to take it, even if you are not able to agree 100%. Yeah, very, very good point. Thank you. What about... Um boss versus friend <laughs> because we need to i think um, to have a good uh, working climate um, we obviously ha should have a friendly working culture a kind working culture we're open to hear feedback we're open maybe to even listen to 
some problems that are not necessarily related to work but might influence the work like i said um and sometimes that and and a lot of times it depends you in a startup especially you probably spend a lot of time together working together maybe even going out together have some um free time uh, together in um as, as as teams you might have um yeah you might become friends um so this can be sometimes maybe difficult for people then to be the boss if you became a close friend with someone or maybe it's even um more difficult and people take things more personal any any thoughts on that from you yeah um indeed it's not that easy if you yeah work in a for example startup where you usually have flat hierarchies and uh, you have strong relationships um to to every team member so when i got promoted before i got promoted i had a yeah really great team i was uh, working in and uh, all of us we had a really close um, relationship and yeah we were friends and then i got promoted and then from one day to another i was their boss and i was like oh my god so that was it was something really difficult and i was really struggling with that at the beginning uh, and it took some time so to understand okay I have two roles here. So the one role is I'm a friend of them. And the second role is I'm the team leader. And uh, so it helped me to say, okay, in which role am I right now? So not to mix up the roles. Um, so rather to, to be aware on, on the two different roles. Um, and also to understand as a team leader, you are not part of the team anymore. This also feels a bit weird at the beginning when before, especially when you got promoted um, in the team and kind of out of a sudden you their boss uh, that you're not part of of the team anymore and also to accept that that uh, the team might do something i don't know having a beer for example together without asking you as the team leader and then to to feel okay i'm not part of the team anymore is not that easy at the beginning but um yeah so i think here it's important to understand that the team also needs some time without the team leader um and yeah, at the same time, also to be able to be that friend, but to have kind of to separate the role so that you yeah, have the role of, a, of being a friend and also the role of being the team leader. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, that is a good point because that can uh, quickly go into, okay, oh, why was I not invited? But it is because you still, even though they like you uh, and they respect you probably as a friend, as a team, as a, as a team leader, um, but super right what you said that uh, people also need time for themselves without the boss <laughs> basically what about um manage managing people um I, I know you have some stuff to say on that as well yeah maybe here i also like the idea of um of yeah to distinguish between leader and manager because there are again two different roles you can have as a team leader and um, when you are, for example, a team leader of a, of a company and uh, maybe you are kind of in a sandwich position, uh, so then it's important to understand that sometimes you need to lead people and sometimes you need to manage people. And it's not that the one role is better um, or worse than the other. It's more like to understand, okay, there are two different roles when you uh, lead a team. And um, a leader is someone who... Um, yeah, kind of is more people oriented um, and the leader is more the one who sets and leads direction, um, who is very proactive um, and maybe also takes a risk. So he's way more pushing the entire uh, company vision forward. 
But sometimes the team also needs a manager, not only a leader, but a manager who clearly says what to do because he's very um, task oriented. He plans the details and um, he's then the one who is a bit more reactive. Um, and he tries to minimize the risk to make sure that at the end everything works out. And the team needs both. And um, sometimes it's more on, on the leading, so to have the vision in mind and really to push the entire company forward. And sometimes it's really to um, put the things in place as a manager. And um, yeah, like I said, to, to understand what does the team uh, need right now. And it might be also the case that you are a bit stronger in leading or that you're a bit stronger in managing. This is also totally fine. Just um, to understand what the team needs right now. Yeah. Yeah, very important point because a lot of times people don't understand the the differences and um, how important it is, I think, as well to not maybe micromanage and have trust in the team and uh, just manage where necessary and um, wanted sometimes as well. Because I think a lot of times people become these micromanagers and um, control freaks. <laughs> Um, because they think they have to, uh, which probably has to do with expectation management and not trusting in the team. But maybe just a sentence um, concerning that, because this is actually a very big topic. And what I can see, so usually I work together with uh, young leaders who just became uh, a team leader. And uh, they often kind of have the, the, the issue that they don't know how much they need to micromanage, how much they need to control. Um, because they are in, in their own role are pretty new and don't know how everything works. So that's why they rather control everything or tend to control everything than to trust the people. And here it's so important what you just mentioned with expectation management and also the expectation management sets a clear frame. And um, also, for example, to, to have the frame that everyone in the team knows what to do, what the expectations are and what are the goals um, are about that every team member can work um, independently uh, and that it doesn't have to be controlled uh, by the team leader. And uh, I think it's also a kind of process, but being controlled too much um, kind of doesn't help me as a team member to develop myself because then I just do what, what someone tells me to do, but I'm not really uh, the one who is able to come up with new ideas and this is what we need in the new um, kind of world of working and therefore it's to be uh, to, to work really on the process to yeah, to trust the people to build the frame the people need to work independently instead of controlling every single detail someone does mm, yeah <laughs> that is uh, true and it's difficult to end it's i think learning by doing as well and making mistakes and learning from it Excellent. Um, anything else? Uh, what do you wanted to um, tell us about uh, team leading that we haven't mentioned yet? Maybe because uh, concerning the mistakes you just mentioned, um, to have also a culture for that so that you openly talk about mistakes so that a mistake is not something uh, which needs to be hidden uh, because it's something bad. Um, it's way more that we can learn out of the mistakes. So this is also what you as a team leader really can start to, to tell the team or to implement to the team to say, okay, we, we talk about it and maybe I made this mistake and I learned this and that out of it. And so also to empower the people to take some risk because sometimes you need to take a risk to develop further. Um, and that it's okay if, if a mistake 
happens. As long as you learn out of it and it doesn't happen too many times, the same mistake, uh, but if it's uh, yeah mistakes which happen for whatever reason, learn out of it and take it as a great chance to to develop and to grow even further. So yeah, to implement a culture of uh, being able or allowed to make mistakes is also one thing which needs to be considered. I think in the new world of working, to make sure that you can grow as a company. Yes. Thank you. These were amazing words to finish this episode. I thank you so much for your time, insights. Um, we will make sure we link back to the tools that you've mentioned. And um, on the, on, you can find all the links on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. And if you go to the leadership series, you find them there. Um, in the next episode, we are going to talk about this new digital era and how you can be a good digital leader. So I'm looking forward to this. Thank you so much for your time today, Katarina. Yeah, thank you. It was great to be here. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.